It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. With Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. I think this thing works. Good afternoon. Leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. We welcome you back. It's been forever, like since last Thursday. It has been. Uh, we did work yesterday. I want everybody to know we did work. And uh, we were out and about in the cities where we were. Out and about in the city? We were. We were over what in that, that uh, L.A. section of town uh, calling baseball yesterday. It's out not like we had the day off. Oh, no. We were working. Oh yeah. Oh no. It's this is this is a laborious yeah. undertaking that it we is. do. It There's was no la- not working. No, I'll be honest. Last night I, I got home last night. Child bride said, did, "Did you enjoy?" I said, "Yes, I enjoy calling baseball." It was a relative mild evening for this time of year. Oh, perfect, perfect so, weather. Yeah, I enjoyed it yesterday. You, you were all bundled up. You had your extra shirt enough. and your jacket. That and your way I was mittens. able to uh, make it to the end of the broadcast. Oh Some people didn't. I made it to the end of the broadcast, thank you. Well, the cold weather got you, and you had to go use the bathroom. <laughs> it's not really the cold weather as much as his old age. That's what that is. Whatever. Uh, two hours, three hours, that's about all yeah, you got. That's, that's time to go. I made it to the end. You went before. We got well, to the game. Go before. I didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm doing all the stuff that goes to get well, the game on the air. Now, Sonny, I'll remind you to go use the bathroom <laughs> before we start a broadcast. Oh, you're in the yard. What's going on today? What's going on, gentlemen? It's back into the saddle again. That's what it is. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. I'm so glad you came South I've got a question for you. Okay. Hopefully, I've got an answer. All right. Uh, usually, you ask us today. I've got a question for you. Now, your ownership of the Cleveland Browns is—is uh, is that the Haslam's? Am I getting oh, yeah. that right? Yep. Yep. That is correct. So, uh, if let's say you're a fan of a team, I don't know. Let's say a basketball team. Would you want the Haslam's buying your basketball team? Are they pretty good at uh, producing winners and uh, pleasing the fan base? I'd hate to see what kind of guys are going to sign. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot with that. Might be some might be some more massage recipients. I don't know. Oh, gee. Because you know they just bought Chuck's Milwaukee Bucks, or it looks like they're yeah, in the process. I know. Yeah. So. Uh, just don't mess with Giannis. That's all I'm saying. Just leave Giannis uh, alone. Giannis is leaving alone. Yeah, it's no, no. I'm, you know, I'm okay with that deal. I'm all right. I don't, I don't know at this stage, the the value of this franchise is going up a little higher than I ever expected. It's in the four or five billion dollar yeah. range now for the value of the Milwaukee Bucks. Which, how did that happen? You win a championship, and that's what it does for you. So I'm figuring deeper pockets are wanting to invest because some of that in effect they're they're transferring ownership from isn't this just a write-off for the truck stops i think so yeah <laughs> so i'm actually okay Probably. as long as as long as they keep the checkbook open and Giannis happy then I'm, i can't i don't care if it's jerry well, all right well maybe not <laughs> jerry maybe that was too much maybe i lost my head for yeah. a second but anybody well, else maybe, maybe unless the, they're bidwells or ursays Maybe it'll swap Giannis for Deshaun. I don't know. <laughs> See, here we go. This is the joke that yeah. just it tells itself. I know. They'll swap him for Kyrie. <laughs> That's what hey, I need. Yeah. So, hey, I just, just want to let you know, I, I did some looking at some of the uh, baseball that's going on, you know, the new rules and all. Yeah, the big bases. Things like that. And I... And, and then you got this pitch clock. Yes. You know, my uh, my, my new favorite team that I like to follow out of uh, Savannah, Georgia. Yes. They've got some rules in place that you wouldn't need that clock. 
Well, they play by a whole different set of rules down there in Savannah. Well, well, the main rule that they play by that I think would play well in Major League Baseball, once you step in that batter's box, you can't step out. Once you're in, you can't step out? Yeah, you're in, you're in. If well, they you, put like electric wire of, around you? If you step out of the box, it's a strike. Okay. Yeah. And I know we've got the rule of having the guy on second base during the extra innings. I watched Saturday's game. Their uh, home opener in Savannah was also the seven-year anniversary of them getting the name. They've got three extra innings that they call showdowns. Now, this game ended in a uh, eight-to-eight tie. But this is how the extra innings work in banana ball. The first round, basically about the only way that you push anybody past is a scored inside the park home run. First round of the showdowns, you've got the pitcher, the batter, the pitcher, and one person in the field. Ah, so it's it's not impossible. It's probable. If that, if if it's still tied at the end of the first showdown, you go to the second showdown. The only difference is you've got the catcher, the batter, and the pitcher. No one in the field. Wow. So wow. if the ball goes out in the outfield, the pitcher's got to go for it. So it's if like a Rob Schneider the, movie. <laughs> if you're still tied at the end of two, which they were going in Saturday night, you have the third and final showdown. You got the catcher, the batter, the pitcher, one man in the field, and bases loaded. So whoever scores, so unless it's a screaming line drive back to the pitcher, it's a pretty good chance you're going to score. Well, here, here, here's what happened on Saturday night that kind of took it. Even Vincent, I talked to him yesterday. He was like, I was kind of hoping when it hit tie, they'd do like rock, paper, scissors just to declare a winner. <laughs> yeah, where, where, the things kind of, where the things kind of went different in this third and final showdown, the first guy, the guy at bat, got hit by a pitch. Ah. So he walks a run in, walks a run in, so they have to bring another batter up. They're not in, you know, they usually got a guy that can hit for power and is also speed around the bases. So that kind of got knocked out. So the bananas are down by one. Next guy comes up, hits, drives three people in. So now they're down by four. It's their turn in the showdown. They hit a grand slam inside the park home run and it was tied eight to eight. So then what do you do? First time. Rock, paper, scissors? It ended in a tie. See, it ended yeah. in a tie. And, and while I don't like a whole lot of anything you just said, I hate that. You did all that extra crap, and you still ended up tied. I hear in Savannah you actually have to kiss your sister. <laughs> well, they, what if what, you are your Vincent sister? Vincent was telling me the way, the way the rule would have been a little different, you would have had a declared winner. Instead, of it, if it wasn't an inside-the-park home run, if he'd have hit it out of the ballpark, it would have been a walk-off home or win. Ah, well, that's a good idea. Well, how's that? Because they say so. Because that's how rules work. went out the ballpark. They went out of the ballpark. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. See, no. And I know the bananas are entertainment, and probably the fan base was just losing their minds over watching whatever crazy next innings rules are. I, You're, you're saying all that, and I hate all of that, but I'm intrigued by the possibility, like we see with the NBA All-Star Game, of setting a certain point total. You get to that total, you win. We don't play ad nauseum forever. And I'm I'm not exactly. sure where you can go with baseball to wipe out 18-inning games. But I, and I know you moved a runner to second base. We're hoping to score faster so you know somebody has a chance we'll to – never have those again. Those are gone. 18-inning games? Those are gone. No, they're not. It'll be so rare now with the runner at second. It's going to be rare. Well, that's what you want, but they'll exist. Well, they're, I don't they're like, almost impossible. I don't like the ending, however, of any of this. But I, he's got me thinking about can we apply the NBA's all-star kind of thing to ending baseball games? 
I don't like one field. I don't want any gimmicky crap, but there should be some kind of a thing. PKs. No. <laughs> Home run derby. Well, How about the, the that? One, like the, a, one yes. thing I like, the one thing I liked about it, Chuck, and, and I've watched, they've played five of the games. I've watched three of them. And the thing that I'm liking about it, you, and I was born and raised Cleveland Indians fan. You know, I went to an Indians game long before I went to a Browns game. And the thing I like about it is where I think Major League has lost it is growing up, baseball was a game that the kids went to and enjoyed going to. You know, now they got the game starting so late, you couldn't take your kids to the game anyhow. These these games are timed. They're two hours. Now, this one went to three extra showdown innings. When all was said and done, there was two hours and 20 minutes of time that went by for the whole game. But see, the bananas are about entertaining. Six o'clock. Yeah, they're just trying to entertain you. They're not worried about baseball. It's just entertainment. Well, if you watch a game, they're serious about playing baseball. But they're serious about entertaining. My brother-in-law was thinking, oh, well, you know, this is like the, the Globetrotters and the other team that plays and that always loses. Right now, the way the schedule the way the schedule's running, the the team that plays Savannah, they're up uh, three games in the standing over Savannah. But at the end of the day, they're concerned about putting forth an entertaining product more than they're worried oh, about agree. competitive. They got, they got a guy on stilts playing. They got a dancing umpire out there. I mean, if we're being honest. Yeah, I'm not pooping in it. No, I'm not either. I think it's an amazing I, – I, what they have found is, niche is great. That's that's off the charts cool. But I struggle with having a serious baseball conversation but, in the same breath of having a Savannah Bananas conversation. If you're a baseball player and you get offered a Bananas contract, you're basically saying, I'm not thinking about getting to the majors anymore. I'm thinking about being an entertainer. Yeah. Which, by the way, I love the greatest. You know, they, have you seen their uh, video that's the greatest showman? No. Where, the, you know, the Hugh Jackman I movie? Know, yeah, I know the yeah. movie. Yeah. You need to check yes. out that video. That's pretty I dang good. It. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. All right. Well, you got us talking and thinking anyway. Well, I don't know which is worse. Y'all talking or y'all thinking? Well, well they're both scary. Yeah. We, we're paid to do both and neither one very well. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Have a good one, guys. See ya. Uh, it's about 13 after 5. Uh, by the way, we got stuff all over the place this we week. We got stuff today? I, I, we, we got stuff all week. I didn't have a chance to talk about this uh, since we just jumped into the show, but away we go. Uh, today, 5.30, Blake Huber. Haven't yes. had him in studio in a little while. The women's basketball coach, coach Texas and Yes, he's going to be in here at 5.30. His ladies are waiting until thursday seven o'clock maybe they do the selection show for the naia They're ladies in waiting we know they're in the tournament since they were the regular season champion and they were the conference tournament champion and so we know the uh, eagles are getting into the postseason championship Can't be whatever it is anyway he's in here tonight at 5 30 tomorrow at 5 30 uh, we're on the phone with robert cochran our uh, former partner in crime the uh women's or girls basketball coach at Winsboro, who's getting ready for yet another trip down to the state semifinals. And Thursday, James Bramlett is in studio. What's James going to be talking I about? I got stuff. Former stuff. Mayor Bramlett. Yeah, including some uh, some things about Terry Bradshaw. Ah, so he's part of that group bringing Bradshaw to town. He's bringing Bradshaw to town. And we're already booking out next week. Just got off the phone a few minutes ago. Chase Brewster is going to join us next Thursday at 5.30. It's about dang time. Are you after him or are you after me for this? Well, I'm after you. It's taking oh. so long. Why don't you reach out to him sooner? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, that hasn't happened. Anyway, we've got uh, we got full stuff going on. Music in my ear. We'll take a break. we got another segment till Huber shows up. We'll talk some Eagles basketball in about 15 minutes. You're going to leave in the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan 1079.
say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Nickel Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Look local first, and you are helping our community. Small business rely on us to look local first, and your support is truly appreciated. Pecan Point Brewing and Gastro Pub is the perfect place to unwind with a handcrafted beer or cocktail in a family atmosphere. Join them on a Whiskey Wednesday for happy hour from 4 to close. Pecan Point Brewing. 213 Main Street in downtown Texarkana. As we age, we sometimes need some extra help. Call Sitters LLC. They'll send the sitter to you. Specializing in home, hospital, nursing home, and assisted living for adults. Call for details. 903-277-2191. Craving real Mexican food? Stop by Juanito's inside Vitro's Latino store at 2106 New Boston Road in Texarkana. Stop teasing your taste buds and get your palate right with authentic Mexican food. And check out the fresh meat market, too, at Vero's. Help local business by looking local first. Every time you make a purchase from a local business, you are helping the entire community. Look local first. Welcome back. 18 and a half after five. Leaving the yard. Zach, I'm, you're freaking me out I right now. I just had a question you're for you. You're freaking me out. Your response was what was freaking. No, you're freaking. Who asked somebody, are you going to die here? Yeah. You know, it's like, started. I don't know. I saw you cussing on social media last night. I cussed? Oh, I said whatever. <laughs> I so gave a very honest response. You're, you're wait, not a minute. wait a minute. The fact that you used a curse word on social media. Oh please. Where children are reading. Oh please. Yes, you I don't used You come on here and curse. Yeah. Oh hell no I don't. <laughs> All the time. No you don't. No, I, you whatever. don't say that word. It's not it's not a you, word for public consumption on the radio very that often. This individual you were referencing didn't know no, wait, caca. wait 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 Manure. wait hold on and that his profession in general doesn't no. know poopy caca manure okay all right first of all this is about consultants in the radio business who typically come into a community or Observe from someplace outside of here with an idea about how your programming of your station can be more up to the moment. Sometimes latest and greatest. Sometimes they have us if we're talking about a music station, they talk about what songs should be in rotation, which ones should not. What kind of contests you should have, which ones you should not. What segments you might should have, which ones you should not. They don't really do so a lot with it. was to get a hold of our show. Oh, my God. Well, uh, see, we, we last week said I'd be the first one fired. We were problematic when we came over here because we sat down and they asked us, all right, so, like, tell us what's going to what, – what's your show going to be segmented? What's going to be about? We're like, I, what day is it? I don't know. What's Tuesday in, in February going to have happening in the world of sports that we'll be talking about? I don't know. Like that is making. We wouldn't any... have said probably on a Tuesday we'll open with Savannah Banana Talk. No, we wouldn't have known. Yeah. That doesn't fit the formatting for what radio people tip. They're comfortable with a clock, and that this is what's happening in this seven or eight or twelve minutes of your clock. Boom. Well, we never know. We haven't known in twenty years. We barely know what the hell we're doing from day to day. <laughs> and I'm not talking about here. I'm talking about in life Don't you in think general. If we had a consultant, we'd be better. No. You don't think I'd be, I would be, I would be unhappy. Well then, because I don't like being told what to do. I'm an old man now, and I barely can get by with anybody. Young man, did you like being told what to do? Not especially, but I was. (laughs) So you've always been a bit of a nonconformist. No, no, no. I would. I was more open to. No, if I'm a young man who doesn't really know what's going on in this profession, let's say 
that we haven't spent 20 years, you and I, together, and I've been in radio since 1990, no, 85, 84, something like that. It's been a long, it's coming on 40 radio years. Radio is the love of your life. No, it's not, but it's been 40 years. <laughs> Back You're then, a fixture in radio. Back Do you think then, you'll die in radio. Probably, I'm about to die in this segment. <laughs> it won't be the first thing. <laughs> probably back then, if somebody would have come in and said, "Hey, you guys should really do this," I would have been open to that because I don't know anything, and you do. I'm okay with that. But now, after you, 40 years of sitting on a you know in a room like this with a microphone. I'm comfortable with what we do and the way we do it. And this whole story comes along because across town, and I don't talk about other radio stations across town unless it's Knucklehead. (laughs) Making fun of our former employer. When it's that guy, then it's a different thing. But I don't talk about the rest of them because I don't care what they do. But Doug Davis has been in Texarkana forever. Doug and I worked together, I don't even know where, years ago. Over all the you know 30 years in town here doing radio, he and I have worked together, I think, over on College Drive when we were both over there. I have tons of respect for Doug. He and Al went way back at KCMC back on, on uh, uh, Summerhill. Um, and to hear a consultant's coming in and, and telling a guy who's been doing the kind of show that Doug's been doing for the, almost the last 20 it's about as long as we've been doing this a weekend show uh, a weekend show it's a it's a it's a fixture right. in in what they do over there and for somebody to walk in and say you know yeah that that history of country music thing or whatever it is that you do we that's 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 dated nobody listens to that kind of thing that anymore the whole point of history <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know and so as a result, he's not doing it anymore. And so I reacted last night on social media saying basically my thought about yeah, what you consultants don't know bleep. The end. And they don't because they aren't from your they're not from your town. They're not part of what happens in your town. They look at a station like it's some generic thing and go, "Oh yeah, we don't do that in Kansas City. You shouldn't be doing that there." Or we don't do that in Las Vegas. You shouldn't be doing that there. Well, this isn't those places. This is this place. And in a major market, I can see where consultants have some benefit. But in small-town radio, uh, they have none. They have we're, no benefit. We're a mid-market, I think. No, we're not. We're small-town radio, and they have no benefit. And so a guy like Doug being off the air because some idiot from outside this town said, oh, that show shouldn't be. It's, it's a crime. It's, it's, uh, it's an insult to the folks. And, and to be honest with you, it's – a commentary about the decision making of people in positions of power and stations like this to take the word of somebody who's not really here that yeah this program needs to go away so would you like that gig to go around and be a consultant no they're soulless no they're ghouls i don't want that i still have some flicker remember, in- that, remember that plony movie where he got paid to go around firing people yeah no you want to be that guy? No, I don't want to be that guy. I don't got like a lot of miles. People. I don't like firing. You got a lot of people. perks on Whatever. his airline All travel. things ridiculous. You're a little salty. Huber's here and the door is locked. So uh, was, I'll go tech get Tech Witch didn't even do her job. I'll go. Whoa, you left now you're taking a shot You left the door witch. locked? Yes. Why? I'll go get it. Oh, my God. You want to take a break? Yes, break? I'm taking you're a, a break. Hot under the collar there, Blake, go, go open the door. Blake Huber is uh, coming in, the uh, women's basketball coach for A&M Texarkana. He is obviously on the outside looking in in our building right now like a lost puppy wanting to get fed. So we're going to get him in the studio. Again, a reminder, tomorrow on the show, we're going to be uh, on the phone with Robert Cochran, uh, the Winsboro um, girls basketball coach. They are, again, making their way to the state tournament. We had Robert on back in January as he got some record number of wins. I think he hit his 600th win. Uh, And so um, he's going to hop on with us tomorrow afternoon at 530. And can't wait to do that. All right, we'll take the break. We're a little early. And we'll get Blake Huber in studio. Get ready to talk a little Eagles women's basketball next with the head coach of Texas A&M, Texarkana. When we come back on The Fan 107.9, you stick around. We'll be back in just a couple.
Welcome back. 29 after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. I'm trying to think. When's the last time we had Coach of the Year in our presence? Now, we've done them on the phone before. I can't remember the last time Coach of the Year actually in our building, in our little room. We need to have people like autograph on the wall or something if yeah, they can get to the Melly another day. I figure he's going to be coach of the year. Yeah, this yeah, year, probably. So that'll probably be as close as we get there. That may be it. You and yeah. Billy, that's probably yeah. it. Blake Huber's in here. I'm giving him a hard time, but what an amazing first year as the head coach of the Eagles at Texas A&M, Texarkana. The uh, women's basketball team completed a uh, great season. Perfect conference record. Perfect at home, perfect in the conference, perfect in the tournament. Huh. Yeah, well, I, How old were you the last time we, we lost a game? Uh, shoot, uh, my birthday's here in about a month. So, uh, oh, same, oh, age. Okay. Same, yeah, same age. Same age. Well, good. So. You just won't lose to them then. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's a secret. Absolutely. But, uh, no, it's it's been a, uh, you know, if you would have told me June 15th when I got hired that we'd be 28-1, and one, uh, you know, obviously we had lofty goals, but I, I don't know about that lofty, but, um, you know, I mean, we, we hit the recruiting ground really hard. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I feel like myself and, and Coach Spradlin, we know what we're doing, but at the same time, if you don't have players, you know, I mean, who, who, what are you? You know, so, you know, it, it's all kudos to our players. I mean, we have a lot of talented kids. We can score in a lot of different ways, transition, half court. Um, you know, one thing I'm really proud of, of of our group is is we really can sit down and guard. We can squeeze the court and, um, you know, we can, we can guard you in the half court. We can speed you up and press you, um, you know, so we really sit down and guard and you know there was a, a you know a sort of two three week span there where you know we got a little bit complacent and you know we were beating teams 10 or 12 and just kind of you know as a coach just kind of feeling like we're, we're just kind of you know breezing through games but um, you know for the most part our kids you know were incredibly focused all year and um, you know I'd say the best thing about Sunday winning the conference championship is you know there was a lot of excitement but there was also a lot of you know, we still have a lot left to play for. So um, I think they realize that, um, you know, this next couple weeks could even be more special than, than what happened this past weekend. So in January, it's hard to stay focused. Yeah, I'd say, yeah. Especially when you're rolling teams. Yeah, and, and Coach Coach Jacob did a really good job of, of uh, you know, taming me. There's some practices where, you know, I was, you know, pretty frustrated. And, uh, you know, hey, guys, we want to go a little bit today. Or, yeah, nah. you know, and it's Come on, Coach. You know, exactly. You know, it's hard to keep kids, you know, focused. And it's, you know, I think us playing um, – well, obviously we're going to be playing more high-caliber teams in the national tournament. But I, I think it will be good for us because, you know – you know, our kids were kind of sick of seeing, oh, gosh, we got to play Jarvis again, or, yep. oh, my gosh, you know, this trip. And, you know, the way our schedule lined out, I mean, it was – I mean, we've been on the road the last month. I mean, we've had a lot right. of road games. I mean, senior day was, shoot, <laughs> three, four weeks ago. So, um, you know, we've been very battle-tested on the road and, um, you know, just excited to see where we're going to go on Thursday and, um, you know, put together a game plan that we think we can execute for, for next Tuesday, a week from today. So, well, and, and we'll go back to Thursday because Thursday – Thursday night yep. is when the NAIA finally has their con- their their uh, whatever it's called. What do you yeah. call it? Yeah, I guess the selection selection show, show. Yeah. at seven yeah. o'clock. I think it is yep. uh, Thursday night, and you can actually watch it. I think on on YouTube. Yep, YouTube, yep. yep. Uh, and so you'll find out then yep. where they're going to put you. Yes, sir. And, and so I don't know the girl, the women. I don't think have ever had that. We uh, haven't. So you no. got this is a brand new, unique thing. Yep. I don't want to tell too much because you're probably going to, you know, the girls may be listening to this, but are you planning something a little bit special that maybe they don't know about that you want to do Thursday? Yeah, I mean, I think our school, uh, you know, has, has done a lot. We're planning on having a selection show in our gym and, you know, hopefully we're playing, you know, snacks for now, but hopefully we can get a, you know, even more food snacks. in. Snacks? Yeah, yeah. We got to get what a full the force meal or Galvan can come up with yeah. something. <laughs> snacks? At least yeah. cake. We need cake, Yeah. Coach. Some cupcakes or something, but no, uh, you, you know, got it's, cheese it's laying around, <laughs> little Ritz bits. Oh my god, uh, you know, but it, it should be exciting night. Um, you know, obviously we've we've punched our ticket. Um, you know, talking to Coach Wall, I think you know I think they have a pretty good chance to get in. Um, you know, they're somewhat on the bubble, but I think they're looking in the field. Um, you know, so could be a really exciting night for for uh, you know TMUT you know basketball in general. You know, obviously.
obviously Coach Walls made it once before, yep. and um, you know this is our first time. So um, you know a lot of you know a lot of uh, winning going on in our basketball programs, and it's you know I, I tell our kids all the time, you know it, it's hard to win. I don't care what level you're on, D1, D2, NAI, high school, JUCO. It's you know what we've done. You know we we got to really relish it because winning's not easy. No. Um, you know, and it's it's a testament to what um, you know our players have done this year. So um, should be a pretty exciting night on Thursday. Use the term boutique. This is a brand that still hasn't got established yet. Right. Um, do you remember when you first came to? realize that Texarkana had college athletics or uh, well I'll be honest you know when the job got posted in in April or so uh, you know I was at Arkansas Tech whatever three hours away and uh, I didn't know anything about the school <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, I, I, you know, called, you know, called some of my inner circle of coaches and they said, hey, there's a good facility there. It's, you know, good location to recruit, you know. So um, you're right, though. I mean, the brand isn't really, you know, what it could be. Do you like the Tamu T, to use that terminology? Uh, you know, it's interesting. I swear when I call recruits, they I, all they hear is Texas A&M. They're yeah. probably telling their buddies yeah. they're playing for the Aggies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wow. but, uh, you know, I do think uh the the branding you know it's interesting it's you know like i'll go to sports clips and and they'll be like man what do you guys you know what do you do and i said oh i'm a college basketball coach at you know tmut and they're like we have a college here you know <laughs> so it's you know i think it's it's getting our name out there and and hopefully with uh you know what we're building here you know coach don won soccer and made the national tournament and you know coach stone at softball has made you know a national tournament and you know coach wall and you know now us you know hopefully you know we continue to to build um you know because everyone wants to support a winner uh you know so hopefully we can continue to build the brand of of, of our department boy but you tell you what you hit nail on the head there this is we've had this conversation yeah and and, and he the college is struggling where the athletic programs are concerned to be able to integrate itself into the community. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 off the map a little right. bit over For at sure. Bringle. Yep. And if you don't go out that way, then you don't really know where it is. For sure. This is a struggle, a PR struggle within your own community to get people to understand, hey, this is a pretty amazing right. thing that's going on. Yeah. And here, two miles away, getting a haircut, they don't even know you're there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think you saw as, as the year went on, um, you know, and we have a really good student body that comes to our games, but, you know, the last couple of games that we had at home, you know, that we're starting to fill some seats, you know. Yep. So, um, you know, Coach Wall usually has a pretty packed house. And, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, the more we kind of get our name out there and the more winning we do, I think the more they'll come. But, you know, I do think, um, you know, this is our fourth year of basketball um you know it's a, a new program and um you know i think uh you know we we struggle with you know the high schools obviously there's a lot of high schools and high school sports are huge here so you know it's kind of finding a a pathway to dip into some of those high school you know um fans that are like hey we you know we got a pretty good product here as well um you know and I think, uh, you know, our players deserve that. I mean, we, you know, we, uh, our margin of victory this year was 26 a game. I mean, we're, we're putting together pretty high level basketball. And I, I think you'll, you know, as years continue to grow, I think we'll continue to get more and more support is my hope. Well, it, you know, Tony and I have been talking about this before you guys ever showed up about mm -hmm. having basketball potentially once the university opened and the conversation started to be about sports. Yeah. And, you just played a conference tournament at Alexandria. Yep. Alexandria is going to host at least one round of the postseason right. tournament. Right. We don't have facilities large enough to deal with multiple teams coming in to be able to play, to be able to house enough fans that would actually sit there. Yep. Can you get on the map without having that ability to have a facility large enough to host something larger than just this week's Tuesday night right. home game? Or yeah, Thursday night you know, I think, um, you know, I, I think the way to get on the map is you got to win on the national level. Right. Um, you know, so our, our kids have, have obviously taken care of business in our little region, um, you know, but. You know, let's say we go make an Elite Eight a Final Four. Um, you know, I, I would hope that would at least give us some, you know, some name branding and, and put us on a map, so to speak. And, 
you know, that's kind of been our, um, you know, that's been one of my main slogans with our program, you know, since the preseason is we want to put this program on the map. Um, you know, I think uh, there was 19 combined wins in three years at this program. Yep. And, you know, we've won 28 games. So our players have done an absolutely phenomenal job of, you know, we have national recognition now in women's basketball. I'm getting calls every day like, man, coach, like you guys are pretty good. Um, you know, so I think um, – you know, I, I can't speak totally as a whole of, of TMU to T athletics, but you know, I think our our program and our players have done a great job of, of getting national recognition. And now, you know, we just you know, there's there's one more step to it. We need to take care of business next week in the regionals. So, uh, all right. So you said something earlier, Tony asked you about back when you you heard about this job. Yeah. And and you said, would you have been? Would you have believed you were going to be here winning this conference tournament? So you said, what, April fifteenth, whatever day yeah, it was, June fifteenth. June fifteenth. Yeah. Would you have believed you would have won twenty five games in a row, be twenty eight and one? And of course, you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to ask it this way because you start talking about national recognition. Mm. Would you have believed on April fifteenth? Again, whatever day you said. <laughs> yeah. You'd be twenty-eight and one, have won twenty-five games in a row, win your conference, win your conference tournament, not lose a game in your conference, and can't get in the top twenty-five <laughs> in the country. Yeah, no, I know. I I wouldn't have believed that. Um, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of people. Um, you know, the NEI is, you know, it's interesting. Um, you know, I think it's it's somewhat of a good old boy network. You know, it's been, somewhat. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's been a you know, it's a lot of tradition based, and you know, obviously our program doesn't have a lot of tradition, and um, you know, I've talked to a lot of the Raiders and Polsters and. You know, their their main thing with us is, you know, they say our strength of schedule is not very good. And, you know, I kind of, you know, I, I sort of buy it. But then again, I'm like, you know, they don't count the four Division ones we played. So it's like, well, you know, you can knock us, but you can also look at the D1 games we've played. And, you know, my argument to a lot of these pollsters is, you know, name me – you know, five NEIs in the country that have gone to, you know, North Texas and gone to UTA and La and went to Lamar and they're single digit games. Right. And, you know, and you guys have seen now, you know, on senior day, you know, I, I tell everyone not only did we lose those games in single digits, but you can argue we were without our best player. I mean, right. Asia Matthews is probably, you know, if not our best player, one of, you right. know, so it's who didn't play for you and who didn't a play month ago. Correct. So, you know, not only were we competitive, we were without one of our most talented players. Right. So, you know, I, I think um, I'll be honest. I, I think the pollsters and, um, you know, some of these people have done a lot of good for us because it's kept our kids motivated all year because they feel disrespected, um, you know, and uh, I, I just I find it hard pressed. Uh, and I'm not saying we could get bounced in the first round next week. You never know. But I don't think you can find 25 better NEI players – or, excuse me, programs in what we've put together this year. I just find it hard to believe. Blake Huber with us. I'm, I'm looking at this, this this afternoon. I'm looking at the top 25. Yeah. The last ratings came out last week. Right. There's four teams in the country, if I remember right, who have two losses or less, mm. not counting you. Right. There are four, three teams in the top twenty-five that are twenty-one and seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're twenty-eight and one. Right, right. All of them are ranked, and they're somewhere in the neighborhood of between like twelve and twenty-two or something like that. Right. Twenty-one and seven. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> there are four teams in the state of Kentucky in the top twenty-five. There are none in the state of Texas. Yeah. In the top twenty-five in NAI. Right. What am I missing? Yeah, you know, I, I think. Um, you know, I will say, uh, gathering um, NAI information, the Kentucky League is really good. And, you know, a lot of from D1 to whatever is, is geographical. You know, Kentucky is a really good NAI state. You know, you look, there's there's really no D2s in Kentucky. Right. So all the kids that, you know, go D2, let's say in the Lone Star Conference in Texas, those kids are going to the Kentucky NAI because okay. there's no D2. So, right. you know, it's a really good league, and, and they've done well in the national tournament, a lot of those teams. And, you know, that's what I tell everyone. You know, I'm not saying we should be, you know, top five, top ten, but, you know, but I'm like to not crack the top 25 doesn't really make any sense. And like you said, um, you know, I'm not going to say any schools particularly, but like you said, there's a couple of schools that have eight, nine losses. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I understand strength to schedule, and you may think you're playing a lot better teams, but at the end, 
end of the day, winning matters, and you've lost eight or nine times. That's so right. And you're not lost, even like 26 or right, 28 right, yeah, or 9. 28, you know, and that's uh, that was our big beef one week is, you know, we were – I think we got up to 27th, um, you know, one week. Jeez. I thought we were cracking it and close, and then two weeks later the polls came out and we were 29th. And I'm like, how do you win four games and you lose <laughs> ranking? Ground like, in the that, that doesn't make sense, you know. So it's – you know, we're getting knocked, and, you know, at, at the end of the day – I, I tell our kids, you know, um, you know, I feel like we've been disrespected all year, and, and we can go out and prove something, you yeah. know, in these regional, tur- you know, tournament that you know we're going to play in here in a week. So you, you gonna stick around? Yeah, we got to take a break. I've, I've monopolized all this. Tony, I'm sure he's got questions, so I'm gonna we're gonna take a break. We'll come right back. Blake Huber's the voice you're hearing. We're talking to the uh, coach of the Eagles women's basketball team over at Texas A&M Texarkana because uh, after all, they should be ranked. <laughs> they are conference championships, uh, champions rather in the Red River Athletic Conference, and they're heading to the national tournament. That's all coming up in the next week or so for them. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. We got more to talk about with Blake Huber here on the Fan 1079. minutes until 6 o'clock leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. A reminder, don't forget uh, Kirk and Company tomorrow morning. Back, finally. Yeah, we're well, back. after some, I guess yesterday you were on. Yeah, I was off All this right. morning. Jeez, <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> now, we've got the uh, girls track coach from over at Arkansas High. They've got their uh, hosting their big relays on Thursday, so uh, get a little insight to track season starting. Beautiful. And don't forget, Robert Cochran's on with us tomorrow, 5.30. We'll talk to the uh, former Liberty Ilo coach, the Winsboro women's or girls basketball coach, 5.30 tomorrow. That's Super. the real legend. Yeah, that's Tony. That don't legend say it. Right don't there. say it. <laughs> to hear that. He's unlivable after <laughs> too much success. <laughs> yeah. He's getting he's ready to go to San Antonio to eat well is basically I, I, what he said. I actually yeah. called him two nights yeah. ago. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. To tell you how rough it is, he doesn't have his <laughs> right. player. Yeah. Tore ACL. Uh, yeah, and he's yeah. got a long yeah. story. He'll find a way. Why, He'll still find a yeah, way. Why he won't be successful or whatever. <laughs> while he wins a championship. Yeah, yeah. while he goes back to Austin again, or San Antonio, San Antonio. now. Yeah. Now, Coach, uh, my question for you, you talked about Matthews. Uh, you got to bring up Walker kind of yep. in the same breath. Yep. Are they available? What? What? Talk about that because I've been around college right. basketball for yep. years. I know it's migratory. I, I yep. know it's yeah. You never know, but talk about why someone of their ability mm-hmm. was available for you to say, "Hey, won't you come test?" For camp? sure, you know. So Briasia, um, you know, was a you know a top hundred player out of high school. Um, you know, I, I she played for Urban Heroes Elite uh, down in Dallas AAU program and. Uh, me and Coach Elijah are really good buddies, um, you know, which is who she played for. And, um, you know, she had every offer out of the country, TCU, Texas Tech. Um, she chose to go to New Mexico um, as a freshman. Uh, was there one season, then went to Ranger Junior College her sophomore year. And then from Ranger, she went to Utah State. And, um, you know, Utah State was in the middle of COVID for her. And, um, you know, she's out in Logan, Utah, and a lot of unforeseen, you know, things happen and just wasn't a good fit for her. And, um, you know, Bria. Asia um, decided to come home to Dallas and just needed a refresher and she sat out last year and um, you know when I got this job in June I basically called a lot of my connections and said man who's available you know I'm trying to fill a team in in two months and um, you know and and she was and she came on a visit and um, you know she ended up committing and uh, you know obviously you know you can't replace her talent I mean she's a really really talented kid and um, you know so that's kind of how that fell into play and then, you know, Pinky Walker, um, you know, had a lot of, you know, interesting things with COVID as well. So Pinky went to a junior college in Idaho her, her freshman year. And, and, you know, like us, you know, similar to Bree, wasn't a good fit. Went to Angelina Junior College in Lufkin uh, her her start, her redshirt freshman year. Uh, played a season there, was an All-American, um, you know, and then their school shut down. Um, so she basically, you know, 
sat out a year, went back to Angelina when it reopened. Um, well, now she has clock issues, and now she's not eligible to go Division One and, and to the NCAA because she had, you know, 20 offers D1, you know, wasn't eligible to go D1. And, you know, Coach Coleman at Angelina does a really good job, and, and, and we're good friends. And, you know, she was available, and, you know, it, it just kind of fell into place. And that's, you know, the success we've had this year. You know, all of our kids deserve the world. And it's, but a lot of it is on my part. It was lucky. I mean, I, I got this job, and, you know, I, I worked the phones really hard. And, uh, fortunately for me, there were a lot of really good players still, uh, you know, out there. And, you know, we were able to get a lot of them. And, um, you know, it's it's been a blessing. But, yeah, definitely um, those two uh, both have really good stories and backgrounds. And, um, you know, we're obviously blessed to have them in our program. The program for you now, I mean, obviously you want to have success in the next week or so, but you've made a ton of success and strides right now. Right. The recruiting process for you starts when and how is it different than it has been? Obviously, in June, you right. were trying to figure out where I'm going to find anybody. Right. Is your phone ringing now as opposed to you being the one doing right. the calling? For sure. No, there's there's already been some D1 transfers reach out to me and say they're, you know, they're going to leave their schools and, um, you know, that. And uh, it, it's interesting because we want to try to sign some high school kids, um, you know, if possible. But, um, you know, we got junior college and D1 transfers kind of calling us now, yep. like you said. So it's, um, you know, now we have name recognition. And, and the good thing is, too, is, um, you know, some of our really good players are coming back next year. And, um, you know, Bree Matthews, for example, you know, she played on, you know, not only Urban Heroes, but she played some pro skills, Nike EYBL. So, Bree knows a lot of people, so you, not, you know not only am I recruiting their friends. Are, hey, why don't you come here with me? Why last year? You know, so it's you know we have some kids that you know are recruiting their buddies yep. um, that are talented. So it's you know recruiting is definitely probably going to get a lot easier for us just because you know the season we've had. Um, you know, and uh, you know Dallas basketball is really good on the girls and guys side, and you know the fact that we're only two and a half hours from Dallas. Uh, you know, a lot of kids want to stay relatively close to home so um, you know I expect that you know as these D1 seasons end um, you know I think we'll start having a lot of calls um, you know of kids that potentially want to you know maybe check out campus and, and see if this is a good fit for them. Blake Huber with us from uh, A&M Texarkana the women's basketball coach here's the weird dilemma you're going to have next mm. you gotten really good really fast right now you got to make a schedule. Yeah, yeah. What, what in the past used to be, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll play Tamuchi. Are you kidding me? Right. Come on down. We'll yeah. play you guys. Yeah. Those those same coaches may not answer the phone as quickly now. Yeah. And, uh, and realistically, having the schedule you've had kind of, mm. as you said, handicapped you a little bit about getting national recognition and right. ranking. Right. You want to play a better schedule. Absolutely. You want to play diff more difficult competition. Yep. They don't necessarily maybe want to play you now. Yeah, it's interesting. So when, like I said, when I got the job in June, uh, you know, Coach Wall really mentored me because I didn't know a lot about the NAI. And uh, it's funny, he had so many struggles this offseason yeah. scheduling and teams falling through and games. And, you know, he's like, man, how's your schedule going? I'm like, hey, it's easy peasy. Like, this team will play and they'll play and we're playing this state. And he's like, golly, man, I still got to find three games. And I'm like, yeah, no, we're full. So, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, we it, it probably will be more challenging next year. I also, we'd like to play two or three D1 games again sure. next year. That's probably going to be more challenging just because we did give, you know, a few of them a run for their money. But, um, you know, I, I do think we want to try to play the best teams in the region, um, you know, in the Sooner Conference and the KCAC up in Kansas and, you know, really any any uh, top 25 team we can play because, um, you know, we're not afraid of anyone. You know, we'll play anywhere, anytime, any place. When do you uh, start that process of making that schedule? Yeah, there's been some. Uh, NAI coaches already reach out. Um, you know, I think we're going to try to have a classic next year uh, nice. at CMUT if possible. Um, you know, there's been a few Sooner Conference schools reach out about that. Um, you know, but it's 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 starting now, and um, you know we we like you said we it's imperative for us to play um, as competitive non conference schedule as we can next year. Not out of time. Got a minute? I can still ask more. You I got, got more. more. You got more. Oh yeah. <laughs> How did your girls get kind of pushed to the bench do this year? Did they still work hard for you? Yeah, practice? absolutely. No, it, it, it's uh, they've all done a really good job this season. Um, you know, it, it's tough because I've told our group all year, like, 
you know, I'll be honest with you, our six through 10 would, you know, probably be starting at most NAIs in the country. And I've, I've told them all like, listen, this is no knock on you. This is, you know, when you recruit really high level, players like we've been fortunate to have, you're going to have some kids make some sacrifices sure. and, and going to have to, and they have. And, um, you know, we, we are blessed to have, um, you know, the returners we have and a lot, you know, most of them have made huge contributions. Everyone's made a contribution um, in one way or the other, but, um, you know, we've had uh, the returners really from day one buy into success, um, you know, and, you know, they, they haven't experienced a lot of success. So the fact that they got to cut down nets on Sunday and, and do something that they've never done before, I think, um, you know, hopefully just highlighted, you know, the, the chance they took to come back and take a chance on, on, on me and, and our staff. So Blake Huber, about uh, 20 seconds or so. Wish list, if you can recruit a kid that fits what bill, what position, what do you want? Well, watching the national tournament, I, I, if we could find a six three six four next year, I, I wouldn't mind. Uh, you Every know, coach says the same thing. It's gonna be a big. Yeah, I need one big. Uh, our guards can play with anyone in the country. And Basha Moore, our our post is super skilled, but she's not a true five. But no. bless her heart, she's she's really really good. Yeah. Um, but she's a three four. So if we can find a six three six four next year, that'd be great. So if you know anybody. <laughs> There and you're listening, and you got a six three yeah. six four young yeah. lady looking yeah. to play some college basketball next year. Yeah, you just call the the, well, the school. They'll figure out where you are. Cochran, uh, that uh, faith needs to come That's to right. <laughs> Exactly, we're out of time. Keeper, great to see you. Yeah. Back again tomorrow. We'll be here at five o'clock. Don't forget Kirk and Company seven o'clock tomorrow morning. You guys take it easy. Have a great rest of your evening. We'll see you tomorrow. already been the victim of a careless driver, and now you find yourself at the mercy of a million-dollar insurance company. Don't be a victim twice. I'm Monty Murray with the Murray Law.